0: So let's uh, sit quietly for 10 minutes, So, just very simple, reconnecting with the body and the breath, just noticing what you bring with you into this moment. from thinking and emphasizing the aliveness in your body. And maybe there's still a sense of gentleness or tenderness. There's a gentleness or the tenderness flowing somewhere in your body and around you. to set your grasp, either rejecting something or trying to get something, then you relax that grasping with the out-breath, like a flower opening. Exploring what happens when you let this moment be exactly what it is with the sounds of the children, the bird, your feelings and thoughts. neither adding to this moment nor taking anything away. just resting And returning when you notice that you get entangled in the inner dialogue. Not rejecting it, not trying to suppress, but unhooking, dropping back into the trunk of your body. feel a bit of urgency to, to say something more.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's, that's why the meditation was quite short <coughs> because it could be that it is the last recording I do in my life. so and I have not talked uh, like this before uh, about Seva. So it's something, I mean, of course, about the topic but uh, but not like this. So there's a bit of, uh, kind of, I need to get it out. (laughs) I have to put it online tonight, just in case. (laughs) So one thing I want to add is, actually, when I talk about this shy deer, but Seva is, makes you also incredibly courageous. It makes people incredibly courageous. Seva makes them sacrifice their life even. Oh you know, it's Seva which you know, what what, you know, what did Mandela sustain in prison or you know how could Gandhi do what he did? It's Seva. and there is a bit of a sad addition to the to this little story of the deer which i which i dropped before <laughs> and that is so the hunters who, who who go in the mountains to hunt this deer it they, they don't they don't find it they don't see it because it blends into the landscape it does not step forth because it's so timid And the way they make it to step out is that they start to fight with each other, like they pretend to fight. And this deer, which is timid, can't can't bear violence. So it steps out to do something about it, and then they kill it. So that's, uh, that's the, 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 the this courage of Seva, the courage of the mother in a symbolic way. Or the father who is, you know, who is, who is uh, who his Seva makes him sacrifice his life for you.
1: Yes. So how would you advise the inner deer not to sacrifice itself, not to go with this invitation?
0: You have to go.
1: Else you won't be a deer. Huh? Else it won't be a dear.
0: No, it's it's. Uh, you have to go. That that that, I mean, and of course, you no. Know, this is like a kind of ideal, but uh, I think we all want to want to be that person where our love always prevails over our, our, our violence. We want to get there. So we we want to be that person who hides Anna frank. And it’s an ideal, I’m aware. And, and, uh, and, uh, but, but that’s the intention. That's, that’s the inspiration. I want to be that person. Even if my life is in danger, I want to stand up for nonviolence, and I want to step out. And the only the, the force which can make you do that is Seva. And of course, from a from a kind of rational point of view, you would say no, don't step out. You're getting killed. And of course, we need to be. Ba- I mean, yeah, so it's obvious that I uh, that, that I that I see that uh, no, we are in a development. We need to protect, also set boundaries. And but now I'm talking about the inspiration. Um, How to keep your heart open when you're going to be heard? As a question. Not having. There is nothing like a bodhisattva without a broken heart. There will be arrows coming. How to love when you have been hurt? When you don't trust? And this is a journey, it's not like uh, no, no, nobody asks you to like, make a stupid step you know, like into, uh, into something which you can't handle, of course that's not helpful. So that's the courage. Uh, then there's two uh, two factors, two mental factors, which are uh, which are important in this uh, in this uh, work. And so one of them is stable attention. So I, I said that. Part of bringing Seva forth more into your life is uh, to notice it when it's there and then to rest as long as it is there, your stable attention to it. To soak it in, to pause, to value it, to welcome it, to say, ah, there you are. Let me feel you. Let me explore you. I'm curious about you. I want to know you better. So in that, uh, the cultivation of stable attention, that is an important part of the meditative or contemplative training which we need to explore, how to nurture stable attention. Because as I said, there will be always mental processes, subconscious mental processes competing for your attention. They want to have the I hat. So they say, hey, worry about this, be suspicious about that, be careful. This is a waste of time, you need to be productive. Get, get, get on with your stuff, be hard, be perfectionist. So all these mental processes, they, they, they whisper and they say, hey, I want to have the I hat, I, I, I. <laughs> So how do you how do you not how do you not reinforce them by keeping your stable attention to that which is important to you? And this is an art. It's an art you learn in meditation.
1: Yeah.
0: What you need of uh, what you need to uh, to to allow this. It's also a mental process, stable attention. So again, you can't do it with force. Forget concentration. It's not going to happen with concentration. It's it's much more subtle, the process of working towards stable attention. So we have to explore that the next five years. Stable attention. So what you need, uh, there's another important mental factor here. So when I talk about mental factors, I refer to the 51 mental factors in Buddhist psychology. So you don't need to know them. but uh, So there's another important mental factor here, which is introspective awareness. So introspective awareness is your capacity to be curious about what's going on in your heart in your mind it's your capacity to see to check kind of am i still aligned with my attention from this morning am i still on track today am i am i willing to uh, so where is my attention so introspective awareness is is able to to, to see hey your intention is in complaining your intention is in finding mistakes in you and others your intention is in uh, blaming others that's where your intention is so you notice it so again how do you nurture that process is by having the intention to do that And that's something you also you you get to know in meditation. It's something you you train in meditation, introspective awareness. Like uh, let's say uh, you 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 decided to work with stable attention uh, with the breath. So that's where you want to. So you make the breath important, and uh, and then. Uh, and then introspective awareness notice at one point it's kind of a bit of a waking up hey i thought you would, you want to watch the breath but you're you're thinking about dinner and then you and then with um, directing attention you is another capacity you direct your attention back to what, what is important to you and then you learn to sustain your attention direct attention, sustain your attention to develop stable attention and with stable attention that's where you change your brain that's where you make seva a habit a place where, where which becomes more easily accessible to you not through decision, not through force but because your nervous system, your brain has soaked in this state and it's familiar. You have strengthened the nor- neuronal pathways of seva, which from the tantric point of view is not just in the brain, but it's uh, you know, the whole thing, not, not just the brain. So that's stable attention and introspec- introspective awareness. So this should, be, this should make you curious about how the heck can I cultivate stable attention and introspective awareness? So then, the last thing I want to say. No, two things. (laughs) I'm a bad teacher. I don't give space for questions, but this is too important. Uh, What was it? (laughs) Ah, so. Yeah, one thing is, We need wisdom to bring forth Seva completely. What does wisdom mean in in this context? It's wisdom, the wisdom looking through our projections. What are the main projections uh, which prevents us to live from Seva? These are there's an I here a solid separate I and there's a solid separate maybe hostile world out there. This is called distortion. (laughs) (laughs) It's called mental distortion. It's the mental distortion distorting reality, distorting reality into the dualistic split between I here and a solid, separate world out there. It's the distortion which makes us believe that we are physical beings moving through a physical universe which waits out there to be discovered by us. And that's not how this moment exists. So that's the root cause why we why we are disconnected from Seva Seva is in connection Seva is real I mean that's reality we are in tune with reality when we come from Seva but of course this is a long this is a long process uh, understanding this it's quite easy I mean you just need to Maybe read a book about quantum physics or, you know, a book about emptiness and 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 then you have understood it. Uh, Or, you know, some Western philosophy or something like this, depending where you are interested in. And then neuropsychology. So, I mean, you just need to read two or three books and then you are intellectually rational, you have understood it. Uh, but uh, to live from it, and to make it, like, to embody it, and to experience it, and, and uh, to come from, from that uh, place of wisdom, that's probably a, quite a journey for, for many of us. Uh, so, but this is what, what the Buddha recognized as, as the root cause, yeah? the lack of wisdom. We are fooled by our own projections. And they appear back to us as if they are real. And we call it reality. We call it reality. I am here, and there's an objective world out there. That's reality. But that's not reality. That's fantasy. That's a hallucination. It's completely upside down. So while we work with seva, we also have to look into, I mean, we have to kind of start to dive into the teachings on emptiness or the teachings on how things really exist, not how they appear, but how they really exist. If we would experience how things really exist, only seva would make sense. Only seva would be left. because this is all you so but in the meanwhile we need to, um, you know, want to to support also that journey to get there as a permanent place to live we need to kind of have provisional methods to look into the into the mental processes which prevent Seva from, from flowering, yeah? they all come from. I mean, their root causes. All this is the is ignorance. It's this confusion. It's this distortion. But we need to have kind of provisional methods to work with the results of this distortion, as long as this distortion uh, influences us. Uh, so, and one of the things which which, um, which prevents Seva to flower, is to hold grudges. To not forgive. You have been hurt, for sure. We all have been. So an arrow was shot into the softness of Seva, into the softness of your heart. But then what we do, we keep on turning the arrow. We keep on doing like this. It has has happened in the past, and we are not denying it. And we don't deny that there's a wound we need to attend to. But what we need to see is that holding rutches and blaming others is doing like this. You keep on poking into the wound. And that prevents the timid deer of, she, of Seva to to come out. It's not the person who did it. Because that's, that's finished. So that's looking into the theme of what is forgiveness. And again, forgiveness is not something you can do. It's also one of those... Uh, subconscious processes which we can nurture and but uh, we can't decide okay now I forgive you know so th- th- this is not going to uh. so become aware when you do that when you blame others when you hold grudges and and this is already a big step Without forcing. I mean, I'm not talking about now feeling bad that you hold crutches and that you can't forgive, but bring seva into that. So, and then of course, there is a whole Buddhist, uh, Mayana Buddhist toolbox uh, with different practices to work with the different mental processes. Which prevents seva to flower, like you know, so, the cultivation of patience and so on. Yeah? So there's a lot to talk. I, I, I realize. So I, I'm going to uh, to continue next time. So are there any questions? So there's still some time. Comments. Yes.
1: And um, what about? People that are very close to you on a daily basis that kind of try and shut down that uh, Seva. I mean, logically, the the thing that comes to mind is just practicing patience with them. They
0: want to to disconnect. Like Mm. when you
1: show Seva and they whack your deer on the nose Mm. and tell you to just... I don't know. Be more serious, or act more professional, or uh. snap out of it. Stop uh. like looking at your cactus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What
0: What do you want to What do you want to do about it? I mean, what's yeah, what, so? Yeah, w- I'm asking you, what do you want to do about that?
1: Well, I mean, the, the, sometimes the natural reaction is that you actually take that advice. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and your seva disappears. Suddenly. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so I mean, it comes back. And and I mean, what's what would you recommend to to keep it that way?
0: So and then I ask you. So what what would you do?
1: Ideally, I mean, I wouldn't react to it. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> but, but you do. So. Yeah and that's understandable
1: and uh,
0: uh, so I, I my first answer would be uh, strengthening your intention coming back to the intention G- becoming more confident that this is important and, and returning to it so that that you that you that it, it, that no matter how smart this person is is uh, that you become more confident in the importance that this is this is me, this is what is important to me. I accept that some things, some other things are more important to you, but in my life, I have decided this is important to me. But you have to accept. I mean, because we are so we are social animals it's you no know, depending on the environment we, uh, we 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 move and we work we will be influenced by it, it, it it's it's not a, it's not an easy journey to be to stand up for uh, for seva and to make it a priority mm-hmm. in our times
1: uh, i guess what i'm also trying to get at is yeah. there's you, you mentioned like who are the people in your life that radiate seva and and kind of encourage them mm-hmm. is it trying to kind of stick with those people and avoid mm-hmm. the, the <laughs> seva haters uh, yeah. <laughs> or, or is it also uh-huh. trying to yeah. kind of go reach out to these people that are that yeah the, don't radiate Seva and try and, yes. and, and take up that mission.
0: Yeah. In short, the, the Buddhist answer for that, Shanti, Shantideva's answer for that is both. Yeah. To do both. So there is the so there is verses emphasizing, in Shantideva's book, emphasizing, hang out with Se- Seva people. That's <laughs> he doesn't say it like that. <laughs> yeah? That's yeah. the purpose of Sangha. That's why we're coming here. <laughs> so that, that we feel wow yeah it's not only me i'm not you know but then also of course we want to de- develop seva in a, in such a stable way that we can hang out with the non seva people <laughs> no that's the, the bodhisattva uh, does not want to transcend the world he wants to get she wants to get more involved with the world but also you need to see your limits like no, like For example, at one point I decided to not uh, teach uh, in the leadership environment anymore, in the companies. I would be happy still to do something when they come to a retreat place or something because I, I, I couldn't survive in that non-Seva environment. It's too tough for me. Mm-hmm. No, if, if I want to share from Seva, I need to feel a certain degree of safety if i wouldn't safe if i wouldn't feel safe in here tonight i wouldn't have been able to talk like i did so if this would have been a leadership seminar yeah you know, with people and you know from the bank and and stuff like this I, I i couldn't i i couldn't come from saver i would like but I would be too afraid. I, I would, I, I would, uh, I would contract my my, my shy my shy deer, which came out tonight a bit. <laughs> no, would it, it kept in the hiding. Yeah? So I decided just okay. Uh, I value the work uh, of people who go into this environment who teach there, and I help them. Uh, but I'm not going there. So I yeah, but I'm not going there to go there at one point. Yeah. Makes sense. Yes. So it's, it's like, uh, it's always not, not like either this or either that. Quite often it's like finding a good balance in it. Yeah? Okay. Okay. Time is up. Thank you very much for creating a safe container. (laughs) 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 So, I I think some other people will enjoy this evening. So, it's great. And you helped uh, by uh, being attentive and and listening to me and giving me the space, giving Seva the space to speak out. (laughs) And uh, yeah. I, I will try to be there the, the, uh, the Thursdays in June. Uh, so I, I, I spend most of my time now in Germany, but uh, I, I will try to come back Wednesdays and Thursdays. Uh, I, Wednesdays I teach in Malmo, and then Thursday here. So I will try to do it, and I think it's it's pretty sure that I will will be here the next uh, four Thursdays, and. Uh, um, the the center has a, a, a visit of young Uh You can see it on Facebook when it is. Do you know the dates? Oh, that's okay. But they can check it out next time. Next time I will. Um, and uh, so I've met young Rinpoche a few times, and th- he is really seva. I mean, he is like, uh, he is like just seva. I mean, like from the toes to the top of his head. <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, it's, and he's, uh, he's, he's very tall, he's as tall as me, and uh, but a bit more heavy, and he's uh, like a Tibetan, you know? so very grounded. And, and so if you want to feel what Seva is, go to young Seribuji. He gives one talk in the evening. Uh, so that's like, uh, it's a Saturday, Friday evening, I think, a Friday evening, at, at, towards the end of June. Uh, and um, I really like him. He speaks perfect English. He's very well educated. He lives in the United States, has founded a, a, a Buddhist university there. Uh, so in his uh, uh, in the in the Tibetan world, uh, seen as a really uh, uh, a real a real meditator and a re- real scholar, and. Um, And then on Saturday, he will uh, lead a a day of Tara practice, which is, I mean, Tara, if you would make a picture of of Seva, like, let's, uh, let's do some painting, some drawing, so how would you paint Seva? Yes, of course. It could be that some of us would come out with an image of the Great Mother, and that's Tara. So Tara is... Symbolizing that seva in our heart. In the Tara practice, if you are open to a symbolic work, working with symbols, uh, then, then that could be a, a, good, a good day to, to dive into uh, the symbolic the symbolic expression within, within Tibetan Buddhism. So this is uh, this is not, of course, accessible to everyone. So, if if you if you are not uh, open to to this, then find other doors. Yeah. We can't force this. We can't make a practice like Tara meaningful for us because we feel it's I, I should do it or something. Yeah. So, uh, but you could start by just going on that Friday and and if you can resonate with this Seva, which is also not uh, said that it's going to happen, it's also personal. Yeah? And then if you feel, yeah, wow, I feel something, I can, I can connect with Seva, with this Seva energy, then you might want to come for the Saturday as well and just hang, up, hang, hang out uh, one day just with this embodiment of Seva. Okay. So that was the advertising. <laughs> so, see you, have a good evening. Good evening. Distortion is finished, uh, <laughs> I guess, uh, they, but probably it's, there's about 100,000 people trying to be happy right now, <laughs> somewhere in Vesterbro. Yeah. so you can get there, go there. Okay. <laughs>